Hey, welcome to the Misfits for Jesus Radio and Ministry. How are you guys? Doing well, about yourself. Barry, we got a fan favorite in here. I'm gonna get to oh, yeah? Look over my left. Don't look him in the eye. Didn't oh, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Ruben Lovell's here today. Yeah. How about that? What's up? What's going on? Wow. First, before we go any further, do I have to fight Jack on this episode? I don't know. He Can said I, something about it. I'm still licking my wounds from the last several fights we've had. I think he's right. trying to set up Barry. Maybe some kind of race or something some kind crazy. Of, some kind of. Let me give you a clue what this race will be. A horse race. Yeah, for those who don't know, you guys, we've been trying to get Jack to talk on the radio over 300 shows and still nothing. So Randy thought he would fight him. Maybe he could beat it out of him and he would eventually say something, but he still hasn't said anything. Isn't that right, Jack? Huh? Dang it. He's good. He's a holdout, man. So apparently we got some kind of race setting up there where I'm going to ride hard. So if you win, then he has to. He has to say something. Right. Okay. So I'm riding Harley the horse. Who's he riding? Chief or somebody. Chief? Yeah. That's not fair. That's you a get big like a horse, man. I think Carol's <laughs> in on this, too. Uh-oh. Get the whole squad going. <clears throat> but Barry, without further ado, look to my left. And there he is. There he the is. The most handsome bass player in Misfits. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben is back. Hey, what's up, How awesome, are you, brother? Ruben? I'm doing awesome. So we, you went away to a higher education for about a year. Yep. And you came back about two weeks, three weeks? Three weeks ago now? Four uh, weeks ago? It was on the, the 31st of last month. Wow. Right around Halloween, huh? <laughs> on Halloween, yeah, that's oh, right. Wow. Yeah, it was on Halloween. Wow. And then the cool thing was Katrina put you to work immediately in the band. Yeah. yeah How's back. that transition? Yeah. Have you just like just like riding a bike? Uh, Pretty much, except, uh, you know, I can steer a lot better now. Is she a hard taskmaster? Is she a hard taskmaster? No. No, I, I appreciate her uh, welcoming back and making things comfortable. How about that? You hear that over the wall? Wait, there's a, there's yeah. applause coming over there. But the, the band actually has come a long way since you left, huh? It has. It wow. Has. So we're going to backtrack. Last week, we had a great time with, you know, the Machine Gun Preacher. Band. Yeah, how about that? That was awesome. The Machine Gun Preacher, Sam Childers, was here last Sunday. I uh, had a great time with him. Looks like um, we're going to be part of his, his clan, Barry. Sounds like it, doesn't it? But today, we're here to talk about you, my friend. Where do you even want to start? Because your story, uh, you know, obviously I've known you for a couple of years now. Yep. You know, um, where do you even start on your story? I mean, have you thought about this? I mean, I thought about it. It's just, it's usually like we got to tell our testimonies in five minutes or less. So it's always a rush. And I'm usually doing it in front of like a lot of people. So well, it, there are hundreds of thousands listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but see, I, I don't got to like look at them. All right. <laughs> look out at the crowd going, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, oh, here, just stare at them. All right. <laughs> so it's like, a, it's a whole different environment. And so I, it's like I try to th- think on it as much as possible, but it, it's hard to even try to collaborate anything, you know, in, in, in my head. And yeah, I mean, I mean where so would you you're want me to start? 31, 32, 31, 31. Okay. Yeah. You're roughly just about my daughter's age. That makes you feel a little done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, hard. but you know, we met you guys through uh, Pete and Reagan, mm-hmm. you know, Pete and Reagan are, are here. Pete's a leader in the church. Reagan, you know, Reagan's here all the time. She's part of the band, although she's on sabbatical. I think I'm not sure what's yeah, going on there. Take a little break. But uh, they started coming probably three years ago. Yeah. And then you started coming and, and, and you've seen the work that God's done in their life through Christ. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. You know, and we saw the cleaned up version. But from yeah. what I understand, <laughs> yeah. before it was a little rough. 
uh, with yeah. your sister. Yeah. And look at the work that God's done. So what, what part do you think that played, watching the gospel unfold in the life of your sister and uh, your brother-in-law and, and getting you to finally go, I'm done? Hmm. Watching it unfold in them, uh, it's kind of weird because I don't mean to be like rude to anyone, but it's like honestly at the time I didn't care much. I saw it. I saw a change. I was like, oh, okay, cool. They went to church and uh, like whatever. Right. You know, like that's just how I was, you know. Right. And it's kind of funny because I always claimed myself to be Christian, but it's like <laughs> it was just another label I gave myself that I really didn't follow or do Not anything. Really walking it, right. You know, it's right. like if I was going to talk to my old self, it'd be like, Dude, you keep saying you're a Christian. You, you, you don't. You don't do nothing. You don't do any Christian things. You know, and so to to me now, like remembering the change in Reagan and and seeing it, I appreciate it a lot more now. Okay, you and, understand. Yeah, you I had the understanding. Well, before. yeah, and now I've lived it, <laughs> so it's like I really get it now. And uh, but before, it's like when when I wasn't walking in God's light. It, you know, just being like a very Secular-minded person, I just look at that and go, okay. They had to have. They had to have that. They had to go to church. It was like good they, for them. Yeah, yeah good for they them. Needed yeah. That. Hey, yeah, we, we hear that a lot. Good for those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I'm cool over it. here. Yeah, right? but I, I don't need it. Right. You know. <laughs> so you were. You had a successful. You, you had a good job. You had, you had your kids. You were married. You had a big house. You had cars and all this stuff that didn't work out, and it put you in this place where. Um, now what? Since I have all that stuff, I've heard yeah. part of the story. Since I have all the stuff, and it's not satisfying me. It it was like a, I mean, you can have all that stuff, but if you're trapped, you're trapped. And uh, I mean, it, the my mindset. It's like weird because I got to go back and think of how my mindset was compared to it is now, and it's uh -huh. it's so different because back then it was just I have my stuff, and that's it. And I like my stuff. And, and I like my stuff. <laughs> right. I like my job. And, and I always remember people pushing me to to be better. I don't need to be better. I'm better. I'm better than you guys. I know everything. And wow. All right. I, yeah. And I, yeah. And that's just how I was. Like you guys don't have houses. You don't. You're not married. You, you can't tell me right. anything. That's just how I was. And so what what was going on when it started collapsing underneath your feet? What what what, what was what was happening? <laughs> well, I think God had enough. <laughs> okay. okay. He's, he's like, dialed your numbers. I, I think he's like, hey, man, I, I keep hooking you up, and you're just like uh, a jerk, you know? Uh, so you weren't grateful. Big mistake. No, no, not at all. I mean, I was grateful for the stuff I have, but not to like, like I said, I, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, thanks, God, you know, but really I did this on my own. And like, that's just how I was. Yeah, and, right. And uh, I, I, I don't know. It was such a, you know, we always wish we could go back, but it's like I want to be up my old self and be like, "Hey, man, you're you're not you're not doing well. Like, just right. because you got this stuff, you're not doing well. Because yeah, you can you can uh, paint a pretty picture, but you know, the reason why my ex-wife struggles so much is because I could buy all this stuff, but really, after all that, you know, she's just coming home to some drunk guy on the couch. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So so as a youngster, I mean, you partied a lot, but did, did the drinking got more heavy as you got older and you're married now, you have kids, and you're not satisfied in life, and you're starting to drink more and more and more? Is that what's going on? I don't know. I just had this mindset. I got everything I want, now I'm just going to chill until I die. And, and, and drinking just makes stuff funner. And like, and then it just got to a then point. Then it got hooking you. And then it got to a point where there was a level of, uh, hey, you need to stop. It's like. Why? Now I can't. Well, like, well, no, it was like it. That it even started with that. It was like, why? 
because I'm a very logical thinker. I was like, I don't see the logic behind why I need to stop because I make all the money. I take care of everyone. I do all this. I, I work all the hours. Why do I need to stop? You know what I've heard a lot there? I. I. <laughs> right. I. Yeah. 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 God turns that around. Yeah, it is. That's the yeah. most spoken word in ever. Okay. So that's going on. Reagan's getting healthy. You're watching. You're saying good for you, but I got it all under control. I quit whatever I want. Okay. So that's about the time that I guess it got real bad because your brother-in-law came to your house and said, you're coming to group with us. It was a point in time, I think in 2019, where I literally just gave up because I was so mad at life. I was mad that my ex-wife left. I was mad that I couldn't get to see the kids. I said, screw it. And I made a decision that, you know what? I'm tired of it. I give up. I'm just going to not go to work. I'm going to sit on this couch and, and just drink until I die. And that, And I sat on the couch for 13 weeks. Wow. Wow. I, I had about $1,800 in the bank, and I sat there, and I got up twice a day, and it was to go get a fist from the gas station. Mm. And that was wow. it. That's what I did for 13 weeks. Mm. Mm. Barely mm. ate, barely functioned. I was throwing up blood. Like, like I, I literally made a decision I'm dying. And then, uh, didn't, then, didn't care anymore. I, I didn't. Just checked like, out, basically. <clears throat> yeah. I was like, hey, I, I, I did my thing, and... Uh, didn't work I, out for me, so yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> you know, I like, tried. Right, I, had yeah, American I, dream. Had I tried. Yeah. yeah, it's over at what twenty nine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, twenty nine. I wasn't even saved till thirty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're there. You're you're having a little pity party for yourself. Yeah, you know, and, and we're familiar with that. Yeah. So your brother in law comes over, and or was it your sister that said? You, buddy, are coming with me. It, it was Pete, and it's what's funny. He kick your door in. No, it. I He's had, done that before. I heard. Drag somebody to group. <laughs> well, uh, I, I had uh, parked my car in my torn apart garage. Like just parked it on a bunch of stuff. Closed the garage. Closed all the blinds. I took the doorbell off off the outside so no one could ring my door. And anytime I was, I would see someone pull up. Anyone who bothered to care, turn TV I, on. I would literally, yeah, I would just go hide in the basement until they were gone, because my plan was. I'm, I'm not no uh, I don't want help I don't I'm want done, right and so here's Pete same routine just go downstairs and he's like he would not stop like he <laughs> had a, he, a, he, he had been out there he... for like 15 minutes just pounding away he, was beating on it. he wasn't yeah. just knocking he was bam 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 and finally I'm laying on the floor downstairs because I'm so sick I can barely walk and I'm like okay <sighs> crawl up the stairs open the garage door <laughs> Uh, and we just had we had that that look at each other, you know, <laughs> like I know, man. Like, and he goes, "You ready to do something about this?" Not really, but I mean, <laughs> what do you suggest? He's like, "Come on, let's go." I'm like, "Fine, all right." And uh, and this is the part I talk about a lot. I, I bring it up. Uh, I, I talk to other people about it in the, in the program. That this is the part where I'm like, we go to an AA meeting. And I hate AA meetings, and and, not, and you've heard me say it, not fending anyone, but it just wasn't. Was it for you? Wasn't for me, mm -hmm. and because I hated identifying as being an alcoholic. Oh, right. I hated that more than anything, because I hated being an alcoholic, and I didn't want to be that. So we go to an AA meeting, we get back. Oh, how's that? And eh, it's whatever. You know, like, <laughs> okay, okay. Well, he goes, well, what do you like about? It? I'm like, dude, I just hate sitting there saying I'm an alcoholic. I, I want to change. I want to be a different person. That's what I want. If a genie came down and said, what's your wish? I want to be someone else. 
He goes, well, let's go to church. And I believe. Wah, wah, yeah. Wah, wah. What? My reaction was like, great. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll fix me. Yeah. All right, let's go to let's go to church, Pete. Well, now, this is roughly the fall of 2019. Yeah, it's November 19th. Okay. We go to church, and it was cool because I don't know. It was just more like it. It, it had a good spirit about it. And I was like, you know, where's that? Uh, I got to find that place. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and it was cool because uh, I saw a couple people with dyed hair, uh, people with piercings, people who weren't tattoos. Oh, yeah, yeah, dressed like the the churchy part. And I'm Did like, you see any bald headed people? Uh, yeah. Don't say it. Ruben. Stop looking at me. Yeah. Want to yeah, go? There's uh, there's this one guy. No. <laughs> But I was like, okay, I kind of, I kind of like this vibe, you know. Like, this is a good vibe, you know. Everyone's like down to earth. Everyone's a misfit, you know. That, that's cool, and I liked it, and it was comfortable. Now that, that was a thing, you know. Like, but, like, I still didn't know anything about it, you know. And it was cool that I could just, you know, we we have the thing where we get the we have the topic. I don't know why, but that's my favorite thing now. But we yeah. get we get our topic to think about and and talk, and, and it was fun. And I and I remember a couple weeks later, you were just kind of like. You're like, all right, let's pick your brain a little bit. All right, all right here, here's uh, here's Boy, do my... I know what I was getting into. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, yeah you're like, hey, man, you got to read the Bible. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, like, really? okay. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I get that look a lot. Right. Yeah. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about you getting into the Word. Okay. We'll be right back. Lang Insurance is your local, trusted, independent insurance agency for 40 years and growing. Steve Lang says, I dare you to compare your current home and auto insurance policy to our top 10 insurance companies. Most of the time, we will save you money, sometimes thousands. Either way, you will know that you have the best policy at the best price. Lang Insurance, someone local you can trust for a free, no obligation insurance quote on home auto business life and health call 636-229-7000 636-229-7000 or go to langinsurance.com 24-7 dare to compare Lang Insurance here we are we're back we're visiting with Ruben so let me give a tree top of where we're at okay. you were drunk Mm-hmm. You finally go to church. You didn't like AA meetings, and I'm, we're, we are encouraging you get into the Word. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? You've been to recovery groups. Uh, well, it, it didn't happen for a minute. <laughs> I wasn't doing it. <laughs> but it was one of those things where it's like, okay, I I, I like I like Jesus. Uh, I've accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, but I I ain't doing much more than that. I don't need. Once again, I, I don't need. See, you guys need to do that. I, I don't need to do that. Well, I'm yeah, good, right? I'm good, man. I'm I know it all. Now. This is how I am. I know it all. But I could just say, like you guys, seen it. You see the 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 backsliding a bit. But you know what we saw initially? We see it a lot. A a a, a change because yeah. it's radical. It's new. But I think Jesus even said, "Count the cost." Yeah. You know, and and then I so we saw you go up, slide down, go up, slide down. And then it's, it, that's completely normal, believe it or not. That's right. normal. Right. Yeah. You know, it may not, their low may not have been quite as low as yours, but it was normal. So, so what happened? So you were, you were up, you were down. I was up and up and up, and I felt like I had a good communication with God and what he needed me to do. And then I feel like, I felt like when, when things got really tough, like super bad, like, uh, 
they started taking half my income for child support, arguing with the ex-wife about the kids and stuff, and not being able to see them when I wanted, and just, and just stuff like this. It, it, it was like, I okay, I'm done again. I, I give up. You know, and but I see it's weird because I, I didn't want to give up fully because I didn't want to like I knew the rep, uh, repercussions of it and I didn't want to like I don't know what my mindset was that it was yeah. just like I, I just want everything to stop I want to stop thinking and I just never I want everything to slow down you know and and I remember being in the parking lot of QT and just I sat there for a long time just that that decision and I was like I know if I have one drink it's gonna be all over. And it, it was just one say I I, uh, I gave up again. I went back, walked right in there, same old habit. Got a pint, <laughs> drove around town drinking a pint. Man, that wasn't that bad. Went grabbed another one, and then grabbed another one, and then grabbed a fourth one. It one day I was exactly where I wanted right to be. Where you were. That's amazing oh, how man. fast yeah. you can hit bottom again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that whole like toler- a dart. Yeah, that tolerance thing they talk about. That's not a real thing. Like you're you're just like <laughs> your tolerance doesn't go away. Now you you have that same tolerance because it's just a habit. You're it's conditioned a, to it. Yeah. yeah, and and then quickly. I added pills on top of that, like I, because I, I had medication left over. I started taking anti-anxiety with it, and it was just obviously got kicked out of my dad's house. And then I'm living in some guy's tiny closet room thing in St. Charles, and uh, you know, like, it, how did I end up here? I remember calling him, leave messages, call him, text him. Yeah, you know, where are you, Ruben? Get your butt back. Here. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? You're not going to come back to your to your done. Till you're ready. Yeah, you know you're you ready. can. Okay, so you're 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 going back to Knuckleheadville, which we're all, <laughs> we're all familiar with. Knuckleville, Barry. What do you call that? Knuckleville. And you sit there and keep telling yourself, "Oh, it'd be fine. I'm just going to go work at a uh, Red Robins and turn this all around." It don't work like that, <laughs> like because still I forget, you know, like they're like, yeah, yeah, we're having, you know, you got to wait another week to get money. I'm like, dude, I haven't ate in like two weeks. Right. They're like, well, don't I'll tell you, man. And then I'm like, you know, like, no one wants to talk to me, and I just feel. <laughs> and then that Saturday, Brad was like, you gotta leave, man. Like, I got nowhere to go. He's like, you're taking my money, you're taking my stuff, you gotta go, dude. I'm gonna be homeless. He's like, well, that sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, but this is like for real. He's like, yeah, well, <laughs> bye. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sitting in my car like, oh, man, this is a real deal. And, you, and I just had it in my head. If I just go to sleep and wake up, just I'm a, just going to wake up. Yeah. It's all a bad dream. Bad dream, man. But I keep waking up and it's not. It's, it's reality. <laughs> it's like this is it. Well, what if that guy would have said, you know what? You keep staying here. You would have continued <laughs> on, right? Wouldn't you just continue yeah, on sure. being an idiot? Yeah, I was so like. he had to put you out. It's probably the best going, thing that ever happened to me. I was going right? around cars nearby that were unlocked and just taking their quarters because if I got like 11 quarters, I could get a, a half pint. <laughs> like, wow. how, how lame is that? It's pretty lame, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not going to lie. Okay, so that's the bad news. The good news, when everything hit, and I missed everything. I missed my family and my kids and my church and everything. I prayed. I just started praying. And it's been a while since you'd prayed up to that point. Yeah, right? like, okay. but I definitely prayed. And it was like the hardest I ever prayed. God, whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. And then like half an hour later, and this is 1 o'clock in the morning, some security guard knocks on the door. Hey, man, car? you got to, yeah. yeah. Hey, you can't park You it. know, there's like puke all <laughs> down the side of my car and stuff. It's just nasty. This guy, like, he's like, hey, you got to go, man. I'm like. 
I I can't. My car's dead. Like like I, it needs to be jumped. I think the battery's dead. He's like, well, just go home. Can you walk home? I'll, I'll take him. Like I, I'm homeless. I don't got a home. I'll be back. Well, the, the guy with the Walmart bought me jumper cables and came back the next like later on and and he's like, here's some jumper cables in the morning. Just get your car jumped. Let's jump it. Have you seen that guy? Could you track him down? I can't. No way. There ain't no way. Boy, it'd be great to tell him, hey, dude, thanks to you. Look at me now. Got to turn it around, yeah. I just had the jumper cables, and I was just like, why? (laughs) Like, why why are you doing this? He's like, I don't know. It just looks like you need help. I'm like, yeah, but, like, look at me. I had a beard out to here. I'm a loser. (laughs) I'm a loser. He he shouldn't be helping me like that. But he he wanted to. And in the morning – uh, I found some individual who was willing to jump my car, and I forgot that like I had no gas, like cause <laughs> money definitely wasn't going to gas, and uh, I was like, okay, I need to get to a phone, and I asked a couple people, hey, can I use your Facebook to get like get, get a some contact my, information? Yeah, my sister or somebody. And no one wanted to. I mean, I'm wearing a big jacket with basketball shorts <laughs> like you know i was just nasty looking and everyone's like no dude get Kinda away from me you. yeah so i was like okay i need to get to at least ricky's house my, my buddy i grew up with i'm like he'll let me use his phone so i can contact pete because i just needed a number because i didn't have nothing memorized and i was like okay and this is the first time where i felt like i had a super strong unction and it was like god just tell me just drive just drive i'm like i don't got gas drive Okay, <laughs> well, if I run out of gas, it's it's your fault, you know. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't run out of gas. It was, that was a thirty-five minute drive. Wow. <laughs> it, wow. Where'd you drive to, Pete's? I drove to my buddy Ricky's house in Winsville. So it was like from St. Charles to Winsville. It was about 30, 35 minutes. I remember wow. a lot of traffic and stuff. And I was just making plans. All right, when my car dies, I'm. I guess I'll go I here. Just walk or whatever. Yeah, but right? it never happened. And I got to Ricky's house. I got a hold of Pete, and he was like, oh, "I know you're not doing so hot, right?" Yeah. Like, now are you? No, done no. Then? Gives you that idea. Yeah. yeah. He's probably. Yeah. Are you ready to do something about it? Yeah, and he's he's like, "I got this card. You need to go away for a year." All right, I'll do it because <laughs> I need to do something. I need I, something. Yeah. You know, and uh, I really need to make this change. And uh, one year. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's it's wow. weird. Because the whole year and how much I've changed, you don't view it like that while you're in it. And then I wanted to come back. Like People were like, are you sure God wants you to come back? Yeah, because I asked him. Whatever you had set up for me, I feel like you had something set up for me, and I, I want to do what – I know it's like he has his own path. Whatever he had set up felt right, and I want to – I feel like I learned how to fight, and I want to fight. That's what my prayer mm-hmm. was. God, just let me fight. Whatever it was that I failed, uh, then – allowed me to fail back then i wanted a chance to go back and fight the exact same battle okay and beat it this time so this time you're you know because the, the weapons we use aren't aren't carnal they're mighty for tearing down strongholds right talk yeah. about yeah. in the remaining minute or two and then i give you the 60 second gospel hot seat talk about the importance of the word in your life now today as a, compared to three years well ago. it's just like having <clears throat> it's just like a weapon or a tool for anything anything i like a negative thought about anything it's like oh yeah i remember those scriptures remember i have 10 scriptures like we had to memorize 10 scriptures for our, our program and that's the and i and people find the easiest ones i refuse to do that i wanted to find 10 scriptures that if someone said how do we identify this guy spiritually these are the scriptures i stand on and will always stand on mm-hmm. and i usually go back to almost every single day for every <laughs> single s- scenario right? 
You know, you can't beat the basics. You're right. No, you like, can't beat the basics. You like, know? when in doubt, pull out a scripture and mm-hmm. and say it. Remember those scriptures that you stand on, because I feel like that's how God made you spiritually. Yep. You know. So uh, you're in the Word every day. I'm preaching the Word almost every day. You're preaching. <laughs> and you're, if, if I'm, may I got my time to to read in the Word? Good. But usually it's like, I'm. It's like man. It's like I'm always telling people about the Word mm-hmm. more than anything. And, and then when we go into church, it's like I, I have my times. That's how my yeah. mind works. I have to have a routine for everything. This is my time to do this and my time to do that. Good. And I make dedicated time for that. It's important because a lot of people don't read the Word, don't yeah. study the Word. Yeah. The, the Bible says faith can be hearing and hearing the Word of God, right? And they're yeah. trying to pour from an empty vessel. And guess what right. happens when you do that? You run out. Right. But you run out of steam, so it's really important. The word. thing I do that like means – that I could, if I could say I'm proud of myself on is that every morning I will get on my knees and pray to God. I'm just thank you for everything. Amen. Like it not I don't even necessarily ask for much. It's just I just want him to know like thank you. I know I'm sad about a few things in my life right now, but I also know there's a million people who wish they had the life I had. So I just thank him. Like thank you for giving me a place to live. Thank for a good church, yeah. good family. I'm looking for one. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so things, are things coming back? Um, some things? It's other opportunities are coming back, but there's some things like they're being taken away. Like I'm having a difficult time <clears throat> just trying to see my kids right now, and they mean more to me than anything, mm-hmm. and it's just I have to be patient. Right, definitely. I told God just, I wanted to fight this battle. Right. This is just part of right. the battle. And You're just working it out. Right. Just hang in there. That's but I definitely feel a lot more solid now than I ever have before. I will pay Joel 225. I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten, the great locusts and the young locusts and the other locusts and the locust swarm, my great army that I sent among you. And, who, and this, I love the new living tree. I'll give you back what you lost. Yeah. When you finally say yes to Jesus, after all this time, we're finally beginning to get some of the things that we surrendered. Devil didn't take it from us. We gave it away. Yeah. You know, we're, yeah, no. yeah. But here's the deal. We you got it. 60 seconds. Somebody out there struggling. They're addicted. They're they're uh, they're hopeless. What would you tell that person right now? Usually, uh, the people I want to speak out to are the the family struggling who has someone in addiction. Like uh, it was something me and my ex-wife unfortunately didn't try to resolve, and it led to the worst. I would say. Uh, Really, if you want to save your marriage, do something about it. Don't just sit there and wait. There are programs out there. Figure it out financially. Figure out what you're going to do because I know there's people. Uh, there was men I was with who had families and wives who had to make that decision for their husband to go away. And, the, he, and I know one guy in particular named Hunter is going to go back to his family as a changed man. Hey, and it's for man. the better. Hey, and, and just knowing that makes me happy. And I know there's other people out there who don't have to suffer and live in a very odd circumstance like me, if you just take the initiative and, and get out of your pride and, and take action. If you sit, you'll die. If you move, you're going to live. Wow. Amen. Motion is potion. Yeah, for sure. Love you guys. Ruben, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for no stopping by, man. Have a great week. Make sure to tell somebody about Jesus. And be kind to one another. Make the world a better place. Peace. That's all. I've lived for money and a I've lived for fame, yeah. I've lived for a man in set the blank. Oh, and uh, 
I've been to the bottle and uh, I've been to the brothel. See, I made mistake after mistake. Oh, until I met my God face to face. And now I'm, now I'm traveling down the road with my kid and Jesus Christ. Just what you've heard And now I'm living 